gets inside, leans in, knocked away and stolen by Holiday. Now up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. To Curry, way down top. This the dagger. This kind of sick. Zion's gonna want out soon. Here's the thing, I don't think the front office of that organization, of that New Orleans organization, knows what the heck they're doing. What can I say? Mamba out. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Josh Reed And today, oh man, this is a good, good day. Because while I'm sad that NBA basketball is over... In the sense of playing games, man, do we get treated to a good NBA final series this season? This postseason treated us well, but last night, that game five, that was a pretty epic game five. And I'm not talking about BI one of the greatest of all time. I'm just saying it was very entertaining to watch because even though the Nuggets won it. The Heat put up a heck of a fight, and they were not backing down. Man, oh man, was that a physical game? Was that a hard contact game? Was that just a chippy, scrappy game? Oh, man, I love those types of games. We got treated last night. So if you guys do not know by now, the Denver Nuggets are your 2023 NBA champs. Nikhil Jokic is your 2023 Finals MVP, the best team in the league, has done it. They've done it. They've won the finals. That's hard working in the making. I don't know if you could convince me. At the beginning of their journey, or even two years ago, you said to me, well, this team just brought in AG. Aaron Gordon's here. We have a second rounder. And we turn to a superstar, our uh, Robin to our Batman. He just blew out his knee. He needed surgery. He needed to come back from a, from a horrific ACL injury. But don't worry, he's going to be our second guy. We're getting our team together. We're making small moves. We're making incremental progress. We have a head coach that's been here for many seasons, but he's still one of the best. Don't worry. And even when people are like, there's no way this team can win. There's no way that this team team can win when they have no pieces around the keel up. And that was a very, very real conversation that people were having two years ago, three years ago, four years ago. Heck, even last season. But it didn't matter. And I'm not always the biggest fan of Nuggets. I'm a Phoenix Suns fan. I say that proudfully. But... What the Nuggets did is something not many teams do. You see the Warriors. You see the Lakers, for the most part. You see all these different types of teams, or any team that LeBron James is on, try to go out and build a super team. Try to get the best of the best. Try to get for free agency from trades. And those are strategies. I'm not saying those are invalid. But to see homegrown talent, to see development happen and flourish like that, is pretty special. To see 
Um, a Serbian, a second round Serbian, uh, Serbian, uh, I can't speak today. Take you to the promised land, that's special. When you trade for a former fourth overall pick out of 2014 NBA draft two seasons ago, that's special because in seven, seven and a half seasons, he was not having a meaningful role. He was just not that guy in Orlando. The Magic did not utilize him. But give him Michael Malone, and he found his role, and he has a very meaningful role in one of the main pieces. Michael Porter Jr., drafted. They were developing him. Jamal Murray, the ups and downs, but now he's turning to one of the, one of the most legit guards of the league. When you look at this team, you have the perfect balance of young talent, veterans, and the guy in and guys in between. Christian Brown, rookie. He's a rookie and just won an NBA championship. And he played some decent minutes. He played some high impactful minutes. He was almost averaging 15 minutes per game at one point. I, if you think about it, this team has, and get away from the players for a second, has stuck by their coaches, their front office. The city of Denver, the state of Colorado, this franchise, in, in their existence in the ABA, NBA, have waited 50 plus years for a championship. For a championship. And they finally got it. Patience is key. Michael Malone is in his eighth season with the Denver Nuggets. And Mike Malone has secured his first championship, his first ring of his career, and has made history. Kill Jokic, Jamal Murray, Mike Mal Michael Malone, they all deserve this. They all deserve this. And that's a darn fact. That's a darn guarantee. They, they deserve it. I respect these men. I love these guys. At first, in the beginning of this season, I didn't like everyone on that team. I love Jamal Murray and his comeback story. I love Nikhil Jokic. That's such a simplistic, nice guy. Michael Malone has a special place in my heart because even though I don't like the Nuggets, because again, rivals, quote-unquote rivals with the Phoenix Suns, I still like them and I can still appreciate them as a basketball fan and knowing what I know about this team. Man, guys, today's podcast episode is going to be something very simplistic. We're just going to talk about the NBA Finals. I'm not going to get into draft coverage yet, even though that will be uh, kicking up very, very soon at courtsheat.com and twitter.com slash courtsideheat. And even on this podcast, wherever you get it. Even though free agency starts, even though the offseason starts today, Tuesday, June 13th, 2023, I just want to soak in the NBA Finals. And I'm really hoping Adam Silver does not announce the John Moran suspension today. I hope he gives it a day. I hope he, I hope he lets everyone soak this in before the negativity creeps back in. That's, that's my hope, and I believe Adam Silver will wait a day, but... You just never know. But yeah, this episode is going to be very simplistic. I'm not going to go in and grind about it. I'm not going to go in and try to go very deep. I'm just going to tell you my thoughts about it. I'm going to 
try to recap this series the best I can, recap game 5 the best I can. And if you guys want to stay up to date on that stuff, I know the games aren't going on anymore, but when Summer League pops up, when the draft kicks up, when news breaks, just go to twitter.com slash heat. Trust me. Such great content over there. We talked about it. We've been talking about it a lot. A uh, five-year-old Nikhil Jokic photo was un was uncovered. It was discovered yesterday, yesterday night. I posted the photo. What like eight hours ago? I'm recording this. Eight hours ago. Yeah, it's like around uh, 11 30, 12 in the morning. I found the photo. I I forget the lady's name. I, I think it was a woman. I'm sorry. That posted this. So, when she uncovered that, I had to post it because as soon as I found it, everyone was posting it. Because I wanted to get this story to trend because I want people to move off. While it's funny to have the memes of the fat to kill Jokic, seeing this come full circle, five years old, he wore a Denver Nuggets sweatshirt, life does come full circle. From wearing a shirt to wearing a jersey in Denver to win the NBA Finals, is something you can't write in a script. That's pure perfection. And this was confirmed. This is not just some other fat chubby kid. Man. That to me is pretty cool. So if you guys want, head over there. I know thousands upon thousands of you guys are already checking us out. Uh, retweeting and liking it. But I like to just keep the ball rolling. I like you guys to get this to trend. Because this, to me, is very, very surreal and very, very cool. And I kind of wish that the Phoenix Suns would just hurry up and get their championship. Because I would have been there screaming. I would have been there in the stadium. I may not have $900 on me, but I would have figured a way out to get $900. That's, that was the lowest costing ticket in Game 5 of this year's NBA Finals. But yeah. You guys want to know, want to step to date? Just come on over to Courtside Heat on Twitter.com. Do not miss it, guys. Do not miss it. Also, real quick, before we get into today's um, breakdown, I guess, of Game 5, I do want to come out with some cool tidbits. So, apparently, I did not know this, but Christian Braun... My man, Christian Brown, Brown, however you say his stupid last name. Fun fact, he's the fifth player in basketball history to win the NBA and NCAA titles in back-to-back -back seasons. So what a cool, cool start for Christian Brown. And Christian Brown, again, he was having some meaningful minutes. He had some meaningful games. Sure, he struggled. From his from the line yesterday, but in 24 minutes he pubbed seven points, two four from the field, three rebounds, one assist, one block. So he had his impactful moments. But as a rookie, man, that's just some cool history. He has some cool cool things to tell, and he's only 22 years old. Man, that's pretty crazy. And he's he's joining an exclusive list of he's joining it with Bill Russell. Um, the great, late great Bill Russell and Irvin Magic Johnson. So that says a lot. That says a lot. 
Plus, he also had three straight high school titles. So this guy's just having many, many rings and titles. Which to me is pretty cool. I don't know how many guys could say that I could do that. Well, only five could say that, excluding the high school titles. So to me, that is very impressive, to say the least. Not gonna lie. But yeah, this final score, it was 94-89. This was a very close game. Miami made it very competitive to the very end. Sure, they gassed out in the fourth. Sure, Jimmy Butler just struggled. He went 5-18, but he turned on the fourth quarter. This game was a very physical game because I saw bodies flying, hard contact defense, the refs let players play through questionable calls and just play intense. Like the intensity was there. I saw Denver was gonna riot. I saw Denver was gonna riot. I'm not even lying. Like they were just ball arena. Ball arena was just so electrifying. What I would pay to be there in the beginning to end of game five. In the beginning minutes of fir- of the first quarter to the ceremony. Man, I would love to have been there. Denver won in five, four one. Miami actually had a pretty good lead, but that means nothing, especially in the NBA finals. They had their largest lead was ten. Denver's largest lead was eight. They were going back and forth. They were going back and forth. Rebounding. Like, when you talk about intensity, Kyle Lowry was getting up there and getting boards. Christian Brown. Christian Brown out-muscled Jimmy Buckets. Let's talk about that for a second. You have Kyle Lowry and Christian Brown. Making differences. Making game-changing moves. Understand the significance of that. That, to me, is very special. That just tells you how bad these guys wanted it. That tells you how bad they wanted it. Neither team shot it well from deep, but Miami made four more three-pointers. Doesn't matter now, but... It was just a rough night shooting for both teams. It was because it was just such a good defensive battle. We legit at one point in the fourth quarter went two straight minutes until Jamal Murray finally cashed in a mid-ranger. Think about that. Miami had eight total turnovers. Denver had eight fifteen total turnovers. Like the defense to offense transitions was something else. Free throws were what they were. I just find this very, very awesome. I don't know about you guys, but to me, this was a very, very good game. It got frustrating at many, at some points of the game, especially with the Heat. Rooting for the Heat. I was rooting for both teams, but I felt bad more for Coach Spo. Not going to lie. But the defensive battle, 9-6, he won in steals. Then it was tied 7 apiece for the blocks. This was just a very good game. Sure, the, sure the shooting was ugly. 
and you're going to have that. But the defense was there. There were many exciting points. Many, many exciting points. I don't say I want to take that away. So I want to I want to get into something real quick. Nikhil Jokic played 42 minutes. He went 12 of 16 from the field, one of three from deep, three of five from the f- line. He had 16 rebounds, four assists, one block, and 28 points. That to me is insane. And even though Jamal Murray had a rough night shooting, still put up 14, 6 of 15, he still had 8 assists and 8 rebounds. And Michael Porter Jr., who struggled from shooting, who just could not find his role, just could not find his place, finally found his place in the most meaningful game of his career, put up 16 points, 13 rebounds. Excuse me. 16 points, 13 rebounds, and free assists. No fouls, only one turnover. 7 to 17 from the field. That to me is not bad at all. Aaron Gordon, you could say, yeah, he couldn't knock it down. But, but you had to understand that Aaron Gordon. Despite going one of six in the twenty nine minutes, had very impactful minutes. The minutes were twenty nine minutes, seven rebounds, one assist, two steals, one block, and there were some foul trouble for both teams. Not gonna lie, but the defensive battle given by Aaron Gordon, the block on Kyle Lowry was just a man's block. Was an intensity, intense block like he did his role very well KCP who is playing on a sprained wrist still balled out 34 minutes 11 points 4 rebounds 2 assists 2 steals 3 blocks that's the savviness that's the veteranness that's just the greedy guttiness of KCP Contadius Caldwell Pope he earned his second championship. He played for the Los Angeles Lakers in 2020 when they actually beat the Heat. So, Miami has lost twice to Contavious Caldwell Pope. Imagine that. Jeff Green. Man, the battles he's had to go through, all the surgeries, all the years to finally get his first ring. He played five minutes. But in those five minutes, he went two of two for four points. And one assist. Bruce Brown finally got it. DeAndre Jordan finally got it. Christian Braun. Uh, when you think about it, that's that to me is very interesting. That to me is very interesting. I do feel bad for you, Donald Haslam, because it would have been a great send-off. Because of what he meant to the Heat culture. Sadly, that was just not the case. So that was just not the case. That was just not the case at all. And I think it speaks volumes, to be honest. I, I think that just speaks volumes, to be honest. 
It's just the Nuggets weren't packed full. This was a very low in, in today's NBA. This is a very low scoring game that came down to the wire. Um, I could go for all the falls of the Heat, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The series is over, but don't worry. D'Lo of the Los Angeles Lakers, D'Angelo Russell still getting up those after the game shots. Hope before game 15. A very emotional night. A very, very emotional night. Something that the Nuggets should be proud of. But for the Heat, Bam Abao win 9 of 20, 20 points, 12 rebounds. One assist, one block. I'm sorry, one assist, one steal. That first half was all Bam. He tried everything he could. Max Struess went 5 of 12, but he tried. Jimmy Butler is just the one thing that this series proved. And maybe maybe the postseason proved that post the Milwaukee Bucks series. And that was the first round. And maybe the New York Knicks series. That was the second round. But when we got to the third round, when we got to the um, West, I'm sorry, West, I'm, I'm, I'm having a brain break. Sorry, the East, East, I am, my apologies. The Eastern Conference Finals, Jimmy was just not that guy anymore. And I don't know if we call him Jimmy Butler. I don't know if we call him Jimmy Buckets anymore. And I'm not trying to be reactionary, but you can't go 518 the biggest game of your life. When you already been here once. You can't rely upon role players to win you the game. But he did step up. In the clutch of it, in in the end, but he also had that very costly turnover. Like why he did not take it up on Jamal Murray? Maybe he saw Nikhil Jokic dipping down. He didn't want to get into that trap situation, and he was off balance when he threw it. But that was a great steal by Contavious Caldwell Pope. I believe that was him. But it was KCP. But that sealed up the game right there. That costly turnover killed him. And then Jimmy Bauer took a ridiculous free when you could have had this thing down to .7 seconds remaining in the game. But he took a very bad free, caught it, he spun, tried to fade into it, and he missed it. That was poor. So he had a lot of bad judgments. And I know Jimmy Bauer won heavy spectacular shots, but he didn't have to beat. And I'm pretty sure Eric Spolster was livid. So all of this falls on Jimmy Bauer. Has to. Jimmy Butler failed his team, but this team proved that they could hang with the big dogs. They exceeded expectations. They proved the doubters wrong. They proved the haters wrong. It's just, it hurts, but this is where we're at. This is where we're at now. But this comes down to Jimmy Butler, but they're going to get better. The Nuggets are going to be reigning terror. They're just going to be a legit monster. A legit monster to deal with. They're now going to try to make a dynasty. Their first step to a dynasty was win the first championship. Second step is to have a back-to-back. They could go all Golden State Warriors on us. 
I honestly do believe that. There was also a cool photo or a cool video posted by the NBA going inside um, the party. Champagne everywhere. Goggles on. Michael Malone celebrating. The whole team celebrating. And it was like one last family on free. And it's true. Like you got one last family, but you got to remember something. Family is what started this journey, and family is going to end this journey when it's all said and done. Jamal Murray and Eric Gordon, Nikhil Jokic, the entire team will be creating some waves for a while. For a very, very long time. We saw Nikhil Jokic and Eric Gordon embracing each other after a hard-fought battle. This is something I'm never going to forget. Uh, you had so many good moments. Like, I'm just, I'm going for all the stuff right now. And the kill Jokic threw Jamal Murray into a pool. They both went swimming. Oh, man. The kill Jokic is just such a fun guy to be around. The kill Jokic poured beer on Catavius Caldwell Pope during their post game, <laughs> during the post NBA Files press conference. So he was done. But you just saw the emotion. You just saw the emotion. But Nikhil Jokic, I find this really funny. Nikhil Jokic was pretty much like, oh, I can't have regular season MVP? Fine, I'll just win myself finals MVP. So technically he did free Pete. He technically did. But think about that. Think about it for that moment. But guys, this was just so, so good. This is so, so good. Jamal Murray got emotional during his interview after winning the finals. Like, this was very hard fought. This was very hard fought. Nikola Jokic has won the Bill Russell Finals MVP as center to win it. And I don't know, like in 20 seasons or something. The kill Jokic's brothers might have given Michael Mullen a mini heart attack. They picked him up. They picked him to kill Jokic. Oh, man. This is a lot of hard-fought emotions. This was a hard-fighting battle. This is a hard-fought battle. It really, really was. And I don't think you anyone can take this away from him. That, to me... This just speaks volumes. This speaks volumes. The many emotions. The many, many emotions that were coming out of this. Coming out of this. Is beyond me. But Nikhil Jokic and Jamal Murray will be a, f a force to reckon with. Same with AG. Don't rule him out. Never rule him out. This to me, guys... He's just very, very special. And I'm going to go through some of the polls. Yes, I do have polls. Because I've been running polls throughout that entire night yesterday. Throughout that entire day yesterday. And the first one I asked, shouldn't Kill Yogi have won the finals MVP? Thousands upon thousands of you guys answered. Eight, um, and it was, yes, no, he is the GOAT, should have been Jamal. 80% of you, 80% of you said yes. 16% of you said he is the GOAT. 2% of y'all said no. 
And then the final 2% of y'all said should have been Jamal. I, I'm not going to comment such on that. It could have gone either way, but Nikhil Jokic was the better player. Both had feel-good stories. Both were very, very impactful. Beyond shout-down, Jamal Murray created his own history. That actually happened in the last game. So Nikhil Jokic, I think these two were just creating history. But I I think it could have gone either way, but I think Nikhil Jokic should have won it, and he did. So no hard feelings there. And no hard feelings at all. And I posed a question to you guys. I said, should Nuggets retire number 15 for Carmelo Anthony to kill Jokic? I have Jokic, Jamel, both. And Jokic needs to win another ring. 71% of y'all said Jokic. 21% of y'all said both. 7% of y'all said Jokic needs another ring. 1% of y'all said Melo. I'm hoping that you guys aren't being idiots here. I hope you're just calm in the polls and you're not actually saying 7% of y'all believe. I actually believe Jokic needs to win another ring. Knowing full well Melo does not have a ring. He didn't do anything for Denver. The dude just has an ego. He really does if you think about it. But I'm not, I'm not going to say it. I just don't think Melo deserves it. He's fine, but does he really deserve it? No. And I created, I created havoc. I didn't realize I was going to start a war that we couldn't handle. I didn't think it was going to happen that way. I, I didn't think a war was going to happen. But again, thousands upon thousands of you guys came. And I asked, who's better, Dirk or Nikhil Jokic? The options are Dirk, Jokic, both are the same. I've been reading your guys' comments. I read the battle. Or the, um, I'm not going to say debut. I don't know what you're calling. Hold on. Yeah, I was bringing you guys this conversation, but who's better, Nikhil Jokic or, or Dirk Nowinski? 66% of y'all said Jokic. 23% of y'all said Dirk. 11% said both are the same. See, this is not a recency bias because I love Dirk Nowinski. This is very hard for me to answer, but, but, Dirk Nowinski, you can say had the harder championship to win, but Jokic is going to be winning more championships to come, and if his career continues to play out the way that it has, I would expect Jokic to be the better one. Right now, it could be said that they're about the same, but give it another year or two, and Jokic is going to be overwhelmingly better than Dirk Nowinski. And that's just that's just my feelings on it. I also asked you guys how y'all were feeling about the Nuggets winning NBA Finals. Um, these are the four options. Good, bad, amazing, disappointed. 48% of y'all said amazing. 42% of y'all said good. 7% said disappointed. And 3% said bad. So that's either everyone that hates the Denver Nuggets, didn't want to see his matchup, or just a fan of the Miami Heat. Man, oh man. This was a very, very fun night. 
This was a very, very, very fun night. So much has happened. So many emotions. So many emotions. It's almost it's almost crazy that I told you guys this before. The Aaron Gordon trade, the the Orlando Magic got back R.J. Hampton, Garrett Harris, and one first round pick. Well, Saints to Orlando, Denver got a really good piece, and A.G. has now a championship. This is just very, very epic, to be honest. Very, very epic. Very, very cool. Like this, there were so many emotions. There were so many emotions. And I know I keep saying the same stuff over and over again, but it's just true. This was a game of heart, of intensity. Won the best physical games. The Heat brought it. The Nuggets brought it. Man, was this good. But the, but the, man, oh man. Wasn't this just a night to remember? On top of that, I think it was Mike Breen's 100th NBA Finals game. I, I think that was him. Man, oh, man. Cool type stuff, guys. This is really all I have for today. I just want to reminisce. I've been doing it on social media, but I just want to update you guys. Just, this was very, this is very cool. This entire series was dominated by the Nuggets. Maybe it was just a fluke game, but I'm happy to end in four. I'm happy the Heat continued the fight. That's just our Heat culture. But yeah, nothing too in-depth. I just wanted to go for everything. This was a defensive game. This was a hard contact game. This was an entertaining game, to say the least, man. It came down to the wire. Those are the games I enjoy the most. The games I enjoy the most are those. And now we wait to the draft. It's like 10 or so days away. Wait for the Summer League. Man, it's going to be exciting. I'll see y'all. The next time we shoot a podcast episode, emergency podcast will go up. This is it, guys. This is where we're calling it quits. Peace out. Hope y'all had a good time watching it. And I'll see y'all for the draft and other coverages. See y'all. Peace.